Elisa made her way through the elegant dining room with its long, dark, hardwood table and its chandelier that had always reminded her of a huge cloud of crystal. She passed into the spacious and expensively furnished living room into which several of her classmates' apartments could fit with just a little room to spare, and arriving here she heard the sounds more distinctly. She still could not tell what the thrashing was except that it was something hitting against furniture, but mingled in with this were the sounds of voices. There was something different about them that she could not quite put her finger on, but they were definitely voices and vocalizations of another kind, vocalizations that were not exactly human. This realization hit her at the same time as she picked up motions from the corner of her eye, movements coming from the far end of the living room, specifically the terrace. Suddenly, Elisa knew what must be making the sounds, though she couldn't guess at how or why they would be coming from her terrace. She sped across the living room and peered out the glass doors that looked out onto the most exclusive area of Brooklyn Heights. And there they were. The high-end patio furniture on the terrace had been knocked and strewn out of place. On the tiled terrace floor was sprawled a sight that she had never seen before, at least not in the way she was seeing it now. Splayed out before her was the figure of a male weir-dragon in half-human form, his elongated neck raised up to let his head, crowned with horns, rest on a deck sofa, his wings spread out on the floor, his tail thumping against the table and some of the chairs, and making the thrashing noises that she had heard after the crash. Crouched in semi-dragon form with wings folded behind him was another dragon male, stroking and nudging the scaling body of his companion, saying urgently, "'Come on, Nash, come on!' Get yourself up and let's get out of here before whoever lives here. Suddenly, the one who was speaking lifted his horned dragon head up at more sounds coming from off the terrace. Elisa looked where that dragon was looking and saw two other weird dragons swooping and circling in the air outside the penthouse, calling out and sounding distinctly agitated. When the two swooping ones craned their reptilian heads toward the glass door to the terrace, Elisa suddenly knew the reason for their agitation. Every dragon's head, except for the one who was sprawled out on her terrace floor, pivoted at once, and three sets of piercing dragon eyes fell directly upon her. The only thought that Elisa could send rolling across her mind at that instant, with the attention of three male weird dragons focused squarely on her, was, Oh my God! 